0: Hi everybody and welcome to the Minds on Mental Health podcast. My name is Andy Dean and today I'll be talking to Jessica Levy who's also a licensed clinical social worker as well as a site director at Penn Medicine Princeton House Behavioral Health's outpatient location in Eatontown, New Jersey. Today Jessica and I are discussing three things people can do to help themselves manage depression and the winter blues during coronavirus. So I gave you some pretty specific instructions today. We'll see how well you did with this. Okay. And we'll see how well I did with this, I guess. We want to give people three tips they can use during the winter time to help manage the winter blues, basically. And and mm-hmm. we want to do that also knowing that COVID is happening right now. So taking COVID into consideration, what are, what are three things people can do to help themselves manage depression during the winter time? But I also said... I want to make sure that all of these are like very simple things. So we're not going to be telling people, you know, learn what cognitive distortions are and then challenge your negative thoughts when they come up um, and, you know, print out this worksheet and, and, you know, really put a lot of time into this. I want this to be like really three, really simple, concrete things that people can do every day or a few times a week to help them manage it. And I, I really want them to be things that people can start doing tomorrow. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like because of the holidays are coming up, I'm like extra I don't know, silly today. So giddy or I guess. You sure
1: it's sure it's not just because you're finally getting me on your podcast? I'm
0: finally getting you on here. Alright. Um so do you wanna start us off with your number one?
1: My number one, and this is true regardless of it, quite honestly, the time of year, but my number Mm -hmm. one thing that I think everybody can do starting today, not just even tomorrow, but to combat any type of feeling or emotion and try to have some stability is stick to structure routine that will really create a sense of balance Mm -hmm. for your day, going ahead, your week, it's you know, you wake up at this hour, you go to bed at this hour, and here are the things that you do in between those two kind of bookends of your day that you know you're always going to have. So when you wake up in the morning, if the first thing you do is go to the bathroom and brush your teeth, um, another thing, that you should also try to practice is when you get out of your bed, make your bed. Making your bed, wake up your room, open up your blinds and like start your day, welcome and start your day. By doing those simple things, you're going to be more energized and motivated to now walk downstairs and have your cup of coffee, make the lunches for kids make your own breakfast, things like that, as opposed to now the the room is still dark, it's dreary, I'm feeling sad today, I don't really wanna get up, oh my, your bed looks so welcoming, uh, it's still warm because you just got out of it and it's easy to crawl back into it, especially when you're feeling, you know, and trying to get over those winter blues, it's cold mm-hmm. outside, so why not just get back into bed? But if you stick to that routine and that structure of this is what I'm going to do every single day, when you wake up, that's what you do. you take a shower, whatever it is. Everyone has their own morning, uh, I guess, routine, if you will. But I would, it's, it's about creating it and sticking to it, committing to that's what you're going to do. Even if you have no place to go. It's like even the days that i for example myself if i'm not working i take the day off or COVID. i'm not going anywhere um so i'm still in my house i'm working from home so even though i'm not signing onto my computer i'm still waking up my room i'm still making my bed because if i don't I- i'll be honest there's gonna be times where i'm gonna stay in it and then i feel completely unac- unaccomplished which then we can talk about one of my second things later but that i think it makes a big difference
0: oh man you sound like such a mom right now i'm sorry your number one tip is to make your bed in the morning
1: <laughs> it's it, <laughs> making the bed was just an example of a routine but yes I, and honestly i have my kids make their bed now too so yes i am a mom
0: i'm kidding um, but sort of
1: it, it's it's a big to me when i go back into my room and my blinds are open my bed is nicely made i'm gonna be i'm less inclined to want
0: to get into it mm-hmm. that's actually that is very similar to my number one which i'll tell you in a second but i guess you just kind of mentioned the beginning of the day right so like getting up in the morning making your bed right. does are you applying this to like the rest of the day as well like you going to bed at a certain time and i don't know what yeah other um, kinds of structure that you can build into your day like how how would that piece work
1: absolutely to all of them and actually my other two which we'll talk about but my other two definitely uh contribute to the rest of the day mm-hmm. um but with regards to the other bookend which is sleep sleep is probably the number one best thing that we can do for our bodies and mm-hmm. it, it when we're sleeping our bodies recharge we reset you know metabolism gets into play we reset hormones all of that it's like that we're batteries. We need to charge them overnight, just as we do every other device in our homes these days. Um, So neglecting or forgive me, but um, not making sleep a priority for ourselves is that will then bleed into the next day and have other consequences um, because of the lack of sleep. So having a structure in the morning and having a structure at night that's probably my number one if we want to summarize it more clearly so we we talked about the structure in the morning the structure at night is if your bedtime go with your bedtime is at 10 which is two hours past my bedtime but if your bedtime you're going to say and commit to i'm going to be in bed at 10 o'clock that doesn't mean you have to be sleeping at 10 Mm o'clock however i'm going to encourage you an hour before you have this identified bedtime, the best that you can, we're all connected to devices these days. Our social media, our phones, they're, they're an extension of our hands. To put those things aside, turn them off, put them away, don't have them in arm's reach to your bedside, and just quiet your mind for that hour before you actually get into your bed. By doing that, you're really gonna start shutting things off and your brain is going to recognize that this is quiet time and I'm getting prepared to reset and recharge my battery for the next day. So if you're somebody that routinely has your phone or you fall asleep to the TV, you're stimulating your brain the moment, minute, you know before you actually fall asleep you're going to have restless sleep you're not going to sleep very well and it's you're just not going to recharge to 100 percent where if you turn those things off you fall asleep without the tv on you fall asleep um without your phone even close to you and you just naturally let your body tiredness because we're tired you may not feel it or think that you are but your body is exhausted after an entire day um and let yourself fall asleep then without simulating it you will have a much more restful sleep and wake up feeling better i all
0: right so let me just say first and foremost I, I totally agree with you about sleep, making it a priority. It's very important. But I also want to say as someone who knows you, I think it's hilarious that this is one of the things that you've chosen. And I'm just curious if you'd like to tell the world what time you go to bed at night.
1: <laughs> so I, I admittedly will follow this structure of putting my <laughs> my phone away. So my if you're trying to contact me after seven thirty. I you won't get an answer until the next morning because I my kids go to bed at eight eight thirty and I'm in bed as soon as they are. <laughs> if not soon if not sooner.
0: <laughs> Which is crazy. Um but great. I, I'm jealous.
1: But so and to that it's because my body is so I've stuck to that because I needed to for work. Yeah I, I commute an hour to my office every day in order for me to get there by a certain time. I have to leave my house no later than 7am. So I have to be up and have all these things done in my morning structured routine in order then for me to get out. And so I'm someone, I need I that eight hours of sleep. And uh, I understand. in order for me to do it, I, I got to get to sleep
0: early. Yeah. And what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: Um, well, when I was actually commuting, I was up four thirty, four forty-five, because I, I'm more of a morning person. I always have been, uh-huh. and that's my quiet time when my kids and my husband are still asleep, and I can have mom alone, quiet, yeah, um, which I treasure. And now that I'm <laughs> working from home, I wake up probably five thirty, five
0: forty-five. Wow, really sleeping yeah. in.
1: I am. I got that whole hour.
0: You got that whole hour. <laughs>
1: that whole extra hour.
0: All right. All right. What's your first thing? Well, I'll tell you my first thing. But at first I just want to say about about the sleep stuff. We're encouraging people to get on more of a sleep schedule, not necessarily sleep more if they're already feeling depressed.
1: Right. And I think the key there too is kind of what you were you had said, you know, if you're sleeping more during the day. So mm-hmm the day is for the day and and really hopefully some of the things that you know we talk about and bring to light will actually encourage more energy and it's the opposite of sleep so what we're trying to do is get out of that routine of sleep during the day because Mm -hmm. the day is for us to be awake right and really train our bodies to only sleep at night.
0: I agree. And I don't really feel like I need to harp on this too much more, but I guess I just want to make sure we made that distinction. We're encouraging right. more of a getting into more of a sleep schedule, more of a sleep routine, uh, not necessarily sleeping more because that can be a symptom of depression or it can increase your feelings of yeah. depression. So, anyway, so uh, all right. One. So, my number one, my number one is very similar to your number one in that it has to do with kind of a, a routine. And actually, I don't know, maybe it's a little counter to yours because you're telling people to get up and make their bed. I'm going to tell people, wake up. And I think the first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is get in the shower and put on new clothes and make yourself look presentable as if you're going somewhere for the day. And the reason why I'm saying that is if you think of fighting depression as like having a bunch of dominoes kind of set up and you just need to knock over the first domino and then it kind of gets easier for the other dominoes to fall over once you do the first one usually the first thing you can do to help yourself get out of kind of a depressed mode for the day is get ready for the day because that's gonna really open up opportunities for you to do other things that are gonna help you to feel less depressed or let's say you wake up in your bed and you grab your phone I have a tendency to do this. Right. So I'll wake up, I'll grab my phone in bed and, you know, you just check your news, you check your email, whatever, you know, how often do you wind up just sitting there and being on your phone for an hour? Or let's say you get up and you're just kind of laying there. You can't really go back to sleep, but you know, it's just nice in your bed. It's warm. You don't really want to move. You just want to relax. The longer that you kind of stay there, the more difficult it gets as time goes on to get up and get yourself moving for the day if you the first thing you do is get up and you take a shower and you're ready to go for the day if you have an errand that you meant to run you 10 times more likely to do that if you're already showered dressed and look presentable right so i just think that this is a good place to start if you are someone who tends to struggle with depression because it makes All the other things you can do to help with your depression already in your reach for the day. Because like I said, you're more likely to do other things if you're already up, dressed, ready to go Uh, instead of, you know, being in your pajamas or sweatpants until one in the Mm -hmm. afternoon, or if I'm just in my sweatpants until one or two in the afternoon, it's like you have a step in between you and getting up and going to the post office or going to uh, make that phone that zoom call or whatever the case may be but anyway that's my number one
1: i i don't think it's that much different yeah um than what i had said you're not it's i think the message that we're both trying to imply and I, I agree with you completely um that's something that i've been committing myself to you know working from home how easy is it you know, the new mullet is the work mullet, the Zoom mullet. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm dressed up top, I have sweatpants on the bottom. Mm-hmm. I, I have committed myself not to do that. And, you know, I, just yesterday actually, I got myself dressed and I had, um, oh, God, I did what you did, took a shower, did what you were saying, suggesting to do, took a shower, got myself ready. You know put on a, a little headband that was a little bedazzled made me feel special um so and did i woke me up so did you uh-huh. um we could have been matching um and had threw on a little like a dress and i didn't leave my house but mm-hmm. i did that and then i had um my kids are in a pod uh for those parents of school age children who yep. don't understand what a pod is mm-hmm. um and so, and we have somebody come to the house and the first thing she says, like, wow, you look really nice, are you going someplace? And I said, no, I'm not. And she's like, wow, good for you. Like, and it felt good, it did mm-hmm. felt good to get exactly. the compliment, but it also, it, it made me even more energized knowing that here I am, I'm ready. And I, I got literally no place to go. I didn't even have, I think I had one face Zoom meeting. So I didn't even have many meetings yeah. to be presentable for. And yet I did it anyway. And I and what we're both trying to, I think, imply and say is when you get up in the morning, start your day.
0: Right. Like, exactly. Yeah.
1: It's get yourself up and, you know, I, and I'll challenge you a little bit or call you out. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be a conversation does,
0: with Jess if this didn't happen. Go ahead.
1: It does sound like you are keeping <laughs> your phone in arm's reach of your pillow, Mr. Andy. Uh, no, not um, true.
0: Not true. So are
1: you, okay. Well,
0: good. I, it's because it's on my windowsill, so I do have to get up and walk over to take it. And it's because I'm a bit neurotic, and for some reason I, I'm scared that phone radiation might leak into my brain while I'm sleeping if I leave it on like my nightstand.
1: Whatever works to keep you know? it away from your brain.
0: Um, <laughs> but
1: I I would also go challenge you because mm-hmm. if you're somebody that you find yourself going over, and you might not be doing it now, but you did. You know there are times when you go and you reach for your phone is the first thing that you go and grab right and then you're right you can get lost in the world of cell phones and social media and the news and you know catching up on things where leave it there nothing's going to happen you know yep. all that stuff is still going to be there so i agree actually go and do exactly what you said and the first thing you do when you get up is take yourself to the bathroom and shower and dress and not until you're actually leaving your bedroom, do you go and grab the phone? Because
0: yeah, good. It, yeah. it, it,
1: it's all there. So, I, and that's something that I think, especially those that are, if anybody's leaving their phone right next to them in arm's reach, and the first thing you are gonna do is reach over and be like, oh, let me check the time, or you know, shut my, snooze my alarm, whatever it might be, but you're right, then it's like, it's so easy to just keep on swiping and mm-hmm. move things along. So actually put that out of arm's reach and force yourself to get up and out and go get it.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I guess just two more quick points I want to make about this. That that story that you told about, you know, you putting on your bedazzled headband and everything. Yeah. Number one is like, this is this is going to sound corny, but it's true you look good, you feel good, right? So yeah. if if you are looking presentable, if you look like um, you're ready to go, you're happy with the way that you look, you can feel more confident going out into your day. That's going to help you manage feelings of depression a little bit. But you, know, you got that nice compliment from um, the woman that watches your kids. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, something small like that is going to help make you feel good. So that's one reason I'm advocating for this. I think the second reason is one of the things I always say is really the treatment for depression is doing things at a time when you don't feel like doing anything. Um, So if the first thing you're doing is getting ready uh, to go in the, in the morning, your chances of doing other things that are going to help you with your depression are going to skyrocket because you're already ready to go. Mm -hmm. Um, So and I don't want to be the dead horse, but, you know, you're more likely to go for that walk. You're more likely to run that errand. You're more likely to make that Zoom call. You're more likely to do just about anything.
1: It totally. And it's, you know, yesterday, I literally, I didn't leave my house yesterday. However, mm-hmm. I was more motivated to get things around the house completed. Exactly. So, example, I, even though I was all dolled up with my bedazzled headband, uh-huh. I cleaned the garage out. And nice. And that was, that was something that needed to get done. And then it's the first thing my husband noticed when he got home and Mm was like, wow, you really went to work. And it felt like I felt accomplished by doing that, which kind of to echo to your point, and we don't have to beat it, but it made me feel good. Right. Exactly. I went to bed. You know, I felt like the day yesterday was a productive one Mm -hmm. because I got that completed.
0: Yes, exactly. God, there's so much more we can say about this.
1: It bleeds into a little bit of... My next.
0: All right, do it well. My then, next point. Then, then go for it. Do that one.
1: So, uh, my next point is set a goal every single day, mm-hmm. and um, so a separate goal every single day. And these goals, I'm not doesn't have to be clean the garage out, um, which, quite honestly, for me, that was a tough one <laughs> to actually have to get to. Well,
0: that's um, usually a pretty big one
1: yeah that's it so it doesn't have to be that big
0: uh-huh.
1: um it could be something so simple and so small of i'm gonna go instead of you know sitting on my couch and have my coffee i'm gonna actually move outside instead of my porch mm-hmm. I, you know some while that is very simplistic it doesn't seem maybe to some as all that radical and like how can that really uh produce a sense of accomplishment for somebody that's so used to that type of routine. And from that then routine, it goes into, or can kind of set off some of the other like maladaptive type of behaviors or thoughts or emotions, and then they get stuck. Yeah, A shift in that as simple as just going outside to have your cup of coffee. I mean, I know now it's cold and you know, get some jackets and some bundle up under a nice cozy blanket and sit outside and not have and not be connected to news, you know, whatever it is, that alone can really feel very, um, accomplishing. But the idea here is to build mastery to promote that sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. So, um, set a goal for yourself and, If all you do for that day is complete that goal, so if laundry, you know, that's a pretty common one that we all have to uh, battle, unfortunately. Um, If all it is is to get the laundry from the washing machine to the dryer, because for some that's really difficult, then that's that's it, that's your goal. So Mm -hmm. you don't wanna set something crazy high where you're like, oh my God, that feels really overwhelming and I'm never gonna be able to do that. And now you're you're comparing yourself and judging yourself and having all of these thoughts, and you really, which are completely unhelpful. You really instead want to set the bar where you actually can reach it. And maybe the idea here, when I say building mastery, the idea here is start small, and maybe the first few days are small, but then the next day add in one little, t- a, an additional thing. So. Maybe it's not just, I'm gonna have coffee outside. Maybe it's, I'm gonna have my coffee outside and after that, I'm gonna go for a walk around the block. Mm -hmm. Like, so by doing that, you're gradually going to increase the amount of things or items or an energy and motivation that you are building for yourself to then be able to just get in the car and go to the grocery store and you know that could be a goal but you're going to build up to get into that goal if you're yeah, somebody yeah. that's much more of an introvert and kind of what i was saying before i went to bed last night feeling very accomplished i felt good and i have to say when i woke up this morning and i went outside to bring the garbage in like it, i was like wow this is awesome that that i can actually walk in my garage mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so it, it that alone if it's has that trickle effect that lasting uh, euphoria if you will
0: absolutely but, yeah
1: Having setting yourself a goal every day will also help with keeping a structure. And like, you know, mm-hmm. when you wake up and you, get your, you go through all that routine that we talked about, you know you have this one thing that you're going to be able to cross off your list before you do your whole routine at night. And that's going to feel good.
0: Totally agree. And I definitely see the tie-in. If you think about depression as having a backpack that you have to carry around with you that has 100 pounds in it, If you do one small thing every day to take one pound out of that backpack, in three months, you're almost going to be out of it. But oftentimes what happens is the more depressed you feel, the less you do, and then the more things pile up on you because you're not doing much, and then you feel more depressed because you feel overwhelmed by all the things that you've let go, and that doesn't make you feel good. So if you can just chip away at that slowly you're going to start to reverse that cycle right so if you do one thing every day to kind of cross off that list that's been piling up you're actually going to start to have a little bit more energy and feel a little bit more motivated because there's less things in that backpack so to speak
1: a hundred percent
0: so i guess in this analogy it'll become a lot easier for you to walk around <laughs> Oh, and you mentioned the uh, laundry example. I think that's one really common thing. Another really common thing that I notice is mail. Um, so, like yeah. just having a pile of you know, two hundred pieces of mail that that pile up on your table. If you can just open three items of mail every day, that's going to make you feel slowly, very slowly, feel much much better. So, I I totally agree with your point. I think the thing to really highlight is especially if you're someone who is already feeling pretty depressed like you said you really have to focus on starting small um, because we don't want to set goals that are like too lofty and then kind of have you know feel worthless when we don't accomplish those goals so like you cleaning the garage is a huge goal I I mean I would say it's a huge goal it's a a huge goal for me that's for sure My, my garage is a complete nightmare so someone who's feeling depressed might not want to start with something like that they might want to start with something like you said really simple and you know it it can be as simple as like you said moving the clothes from the washer into the dryer
1: i actually think too like what we talked about in our first points those things can be extremely challenging for somebody that's suffering from depression so that's the goal
0: Mm -hmm. the goal
1: is to get up take the shower and make the bed, and you do that, and you stick with that, and that maybe that's your goal every day for an entire week. That and you accomplish it, that's amazing. Like, praise yourself, give yourself that credit.